Welcome back to this episode of God's Amazing Grace. On this episode, we're going to take you on my life's journey. Okay, now that the band's all warmed up and we're ready to go, welcome to God's Amazing Grace. This is episode four. Once again, I'm your host, Sean Lotus. Like I said in the intro, let's get ready to go on life's journey. What life to be exact? Mine and my wife's life. I'm going to give you a a little update about what's going on. I posted on Facebook about a month or it could have been longer than that ago that they discovered a tumor. But before I get started, I'm going to go over last week's trivia question, which by the way, nobody answered. I didn't think it was that hard, but I last week's trivia question was, What did Saul encounter when he was traveling on the road to Damascus? This is the road that he was traveling when he was blinded. He was blinded by something. He was blinded by a bright light. So, nobody won. Nobody gets a shout out. Nobody's name is going to be called, but maybe this week, this week's trivia question. When you answer it, give me the Bible scripture and what the scripture says. Here we go. The question is, what is faith? Let me repeat that. What is faith? Now, when you get the answer, if you're listening on Spotify, click on the words. There'll be a little spot that comes up that says message. You click on that, you go in there, you click on message, and you give me the answer and give me your name. And then next week, on the next podcast... I will give you a big shout out. And oh, by the way, I am looking at some logos right now for coffee mugs and hats and shirts and maybe some koozies that uh, once, depending on how this goes, where this this, uh, podcast goes, if we get more listeners, more, more traffic going to this podcast more subscribers, more followers. And then we'll start putting it, I'll make a website and we'll have a store where you can go in and purchase different things. But we'll see where this goes first. I'm hoping that it goes the later so that we can get get going on, 
on merchandise. Everybody likes coffee coffee mugs. Everybody likes hats, t-shirts, hoodies. Get a hoodie, man. That's cool. Who knows? But once again, what is faith? Message me. You can even hit me up on Facebook for those of you that do know me. Hit me up on Facebook with the answer. And I'll give you a big shout out. Let's not have another week like we did last week. Where there was no winners. That means you're all losers. Not not really. Just joking. How many of you heard the phrase, When life gives you a lemon, make lemonade. I've heard it before. I know plenty of you have heard it before. What's the phrase mean? The phrase is said to use encouragement, optimism, and give you a positive, can-do attitude whenever you're facing adversity. Really? (laughs) When we talk about that, what do you think the lemons represent or suggest lemons suggest sourness or difficulty in life while lemonade on the other hand is turning that sourness that difficulty into something positive or desirable for those of you that don't know me For those of you that don't know me, I'll repeat that, and what's going on in mine and my my wife's life, let me go back, oh, it's been a month, month, month and a half or so, and on Facebook, when we first went into this quarantine thing, I was writing some little... little joke-like things, some little encouragement things, you know, something to take people's minds off of what was going on. But then we had a little incident where one night my wife had a seizure while we were sleeping in bed. I did everything I could to wake her. I shook her, held her nose, slapped her face, don't tell her that, did whatever it took to try to wake her. And she wouldn't wake up for nothing. She, Her hands were shaking. I mean, it wasn't like a regular, really hard seizure, but it was a, I, I call it a seizure. I don't know what, what you would really call it, but she wouldn't wake up. So, uh, finally I got her to wake. And told her what happened. And uh, I didn't want to fall asleep after that because I didn't know what was gonna, if it was going to happen again. So, I'm a light sleeper as it is, but that night I was even lighter. 
And uh, the next day, we got a hold of the doctor. And of course, you can't physically be there, which I think is just outrageous. I think you're better off to be physically with a doctor than how can they examine you over the t- over the computer? You, you, they can't. F- they can look at you, but they can't physically touch you. And I think I think that's. I think they need to change that. Well, after she talked to the doctor, she set her up with a neurologist. And that night, she had another seizure. Freaked me out again. Because now, I really couldn't sleep. I didn't know if this was going to be an every night thing or, or what. Because, you know, I was worried that, you know, you hear, you hear these stories about how people swallow their tongue. You know, I don't know if it's true or not. I've never seen it happen. I've seen a lot of people have seizures and stuff, but I've never seen it happen. So, of course, I was worried about that. So, she went and seen the neurologist. And the neurologist set her up to have an MRI. And while she was having the MRI, she's afraid of tight places, so they gave her a happy pill, a Valium, to kind of calm her down so she can put up with being in one of those MRIs. And she ended up having an episode there. And the person that was giving the MRI was almost ready to go into panic mode and call call doctors in there and do whatever. So, guess what? They finally got her awake, but the neurologist decided that she couldn't drive anymore. She just get the picture here. She just basically in July, it will be a full year of a job. She got to the point where she was getting so tired because she's been on disability. I'm not going to go into why she was on disability or everything, but she's been on disability for quite a while. And she just couldn't take it anymore. She couldn't stand it anymore. She says, I don't care if they take me off a disability. I want to go to work. She found a job that she loved. She still loves dearly. And the neurologist told her she can't drive for six months because she had a seizure. So guess what happened? She went into full panic mode. She thought she was going to lose her job. She started reaching out, seeking a counselor because she was working from home and she was in full panic mode because she thought she was going to lose her job, but because her job requires her to work or drive. (laughs) 
and we're still in limbo on that one. We don't know exactly what's going to happen with that, but she's hoping in six months that she will get her license back, which is in October, roughly October, I think around the 10th of October, she'll get her license back. She don't want to have to rely on everybody to bring her back and forth. But as of right now, that's what's going on there. So anyway, the neurologist gave her the MRI to see if they could find why she was having seizures. They couldn't find anything, but they found something that they weren't looking for. They found what they called a tumor in her head that was about seven millimeters, which seven millimeters isn't huge, but in your head, that could be pretty good size. So when they first told us about it, of course, we kind of freaked out. At this point, she was already depressed, and I was worried to death about her. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. To this day, I still don't. All I can do is be there for her, love her, hold her hand if she needs it, When she cries, oh my goodness, that just kills me inside. And she's done that quite a bit lately, too. But the neurologist set up, I believe it's called an EEG, to where she was sleep-deprived. And what they were looking for is if there was something going on in her head to see if that's what was causing seizures. Of course, that test come back negative. So then they wanted to set up, which all these these tests, if you know what's going on right now with with the, the pandemic going on, it's next to impossible to get in and have tests ran. A lot of you know this. But everything was put on rush with her. So she got in right away. And of course the EEG came back negative. So now the neurologist says, okay, let's go in there and look at that spot. We weren't trying to find it before, but now we're gonna go in there and look at it. So when the lady was taking the MRI again, they used the dye, which the dye, on the other hand, she has kidney disease. And the dye could cause her kidneys to go into kidney failure. So you're taking a chance right there, let alone 
you know, just putting putting the dye in here and going into the MRI machine because she's deathly afraid of going in there. So she got that done. This was about a month after the first one, roughly roughly a month, maybe a little bit less than a month after the first MRI. And guess what? It came back at 8.4 millimeters. So in that month time, they said it grew 1.4 millimeters in one month. So evidently, that's quite a bit of growth. So now the neurologist right now is sending her to two different brain surgeons. I can't remember what the name is. On on target canologist or some weird name like that. It's it's a ear note and throat specialist specialist one of them is but whenever they do surgery on the brain there's both of them both of them surgeons are there at the same time there are two different surgeons from two different places that she has to go see so this this thing she has in her head it's over by her 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 right ear which could cause her to go deaf. It could, there's some other things that it could do, and I can't remember exactly what they were, but it could also kill her. If it gets into her brainstem, it pushes on your nerves, it could cause your face to droop, kind of like you had a... a, uh, A aneurysm or what? Not an aneurysm. What are they? Whatever they call that. <clears throat> so now we're both in full panic mode, and most likely there's two ways they treat this. If it gets too big too fast, it's most likely one of them surgery, and the other is chemo. But because this is growing so fast, we're not sure yet. We haven't seen, she sees one of the surgeons in a few days, and then she sees the other one by the end of the week. And uh, we're not sure, but we think just by who they are and what they do, that they're talking surgery. So, and the surgery is not just a simple surgery. It could be a dangerous surgery. So, yes, freak mode. I understand now, you know, you see these, these fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, when on TV where they get bad news like this. I don't know if it's really bad news, so to speak. I'm trying to keep positive on it. 
trying to keep up about it. Maybe since we're on a journey, we're going down life's road. Maybe it's just a couple bumps in the road. I know years ago when somebody said tumor or some type of cancer, it was pretty much a death sentence. And because we've been trained on that, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. I don't want to lose her. I love her. She's my wife. But then I remembered last week how we were talking about fear. Fear, you're a liar. I mean, I'm not saying... I'm not saying that nobody fears this. Yes, this is fear. But when you look at the scriptures that I was talking about last week, 1 John 4.18, His perfect love casts out all fear. God's love is perfect. And the closer we come to him, the less the power of fear has over us. You know, if only it were that easy. You've got to constantly pray, constantly seek him, constantly tell fear you're a liar. got to put your trust in him. He knows what's best. He'll guide you. He'll tell you where you're what to do. If it leads just one person back to the Lord, if it helps strengthen our lives together, it's all worth it. And in the end, if he does call her home, I'm not going to stop serving him because I want to see her one day. I want to be in heaven with her, praising the Lord. Fear, you're a liar. You do not have control over this situation. And I asked Jesus to take his hands and put his hands down on her life and touch her heal her, make her whole. Give us a peace that passes all understanding. Jesus will carry us. He's got her back. Remember, fear, you're a liar. 
and we trust in you with all our might. Thank you for listening and going on this little journey. This is what's going on right now in our lives. I'll keep you posted as things happen after these visits with the doctors. This journey, like I said, so what we hit a few bumps. As we travel down the road, the long road, my trust is in Him. I give it to you, Lord. I'll be there to hold her hand. I may not be perfect. The perfect comfort to her, but I will stand by her and love her no matter the outcome. Remember to like us, follow us, share us if you have an opportunity to get the word out, let other people listen to this podcast, share us to everybody if you got any questions or want answers to the want to answer the trivia question message me if you're on my Facebook page PM me if you're listening on Spotify don't forget to click on those words and see where it says message me Don't forget to follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker. We've got some stuff on YouTube, and we're currently working on iHeartRadio and iTunes. I'll see you next time. Once again, I'm your host, Sean Lotus. Peace out.